Mandela live on the phone this morning. Good morning, R.W. Hey, good morning, Allison. At first, I was somewhat surprised that a good friend of mine from high school who has been working for the United States Department of Agriculture for several years didn't know exactly what I meant when I used the term green building. He's been doing the civil service thing for a couple decades now, coming to his current stint at the USDA after a number of assignments with the Army Corps of Engineers. And all along, his specialty has been in contract negotiations involving a variety of building projects. So when I called him last week to do one of our routine catch-up sessions and heard about all the recent stimulus money his department is spending, I naturally sought some perfunctory assurance by asking whether he was fluent in the USGBC, the United States Green Building Council, Green Building Rating System, known by the acronym of LEAD, Leadership in Energy and Environmental Design. His answering in the negative initially had me concerned, but after I'd hung up, the edge of my incredulity gave way to good old reliable irony and paradox, which made sense of everything. It was precisely because my friend is in a position where he should know about such things as green building that he doesn't. For the uninitiated out there in the listening audience, the Leadership in Energy and Environmental Design, or LEED, Green Building Rating System, as defined by the United States Green Building Council, or USGBC, quote, is a third-party certification program and the nationally accepted benchmark for the design, construction, and operation of high-performance green buildings. LEED provides building owners and operators with the tools they need to have an immediate and measurable impact on their building's performance, close quote. The USGBC website goes on to say that, quote, LEED certification provides independent third-party verification that a building project is environmentally responsible, profitable, and a healthy place to live and work, close quote. Principal components involved in determining LEED certification include the following categories, sustainable sites, water efficiency, energy and atmosphere, materials and resources, indoor environmental quality, and innovation and the design process. Credit points are awarded for each category, and based on the accumulation of credits for a building's design, construction, and materials, the building is awarded one of four rating levels bronze, silver, gold, and platinum. For example, the new Clinton Library on the banks of the Arkansas River in Little Rock, Arkansas, has earned a platinum lead rating. As we might expect, realtors and residential and commercial builders and remodelers are quickly getting up to speed on the ways that lead certification adds significantly not only to the immediate saleability of a building, but also to its long-term value. Of particular interest to me is how so much of this reinvigorates the original sense of the word economy not the relatively late 19th to 20th century usage of the word pertaining to the economic system of a country, but rather the sense of the word as it once applied to one's family residence. That earlier English version of the word economy was derived from the old French economie, which came from the Latin economia, which came from the Greek oikonomos. In these derivations were the notions of thrift and, and direction as they applied to the management of a household. They reach back to the Indo-European root word, welk, meaning to allot, to manage. The lead green building rating system category of energy and atmosphere has within it a subcategory of unsite renewable energy, an aspect of the green home that seems to especially connect to that original sense of economy, that connotation of self-sufficiency, of self-reliance, of managing the household in the most sustainable way possible. This past week, my girlfriend and I were fortunate enough to attend a presentation <clears throat> given at the University of Maine Orono by Soren Hermanson, the current director of the Samso Energy Academy, 
on the Danish island of Samso, about 20 kilometers off Denmark's main peninsula. Hermansen related the story of how in November 1997, Samso Island won an energy competition sponsored by the Danish government. At the time, most of Samso's islanders neither knew that they were part of a competition nor that they had won it. But by the end of the next year, they had set up the Samso Energy Company to implement a 10-year energy conversion plan, beginning with the installation of onshore and offshore wind turbines that are cooperatively owned various on-island and off-island investment groups. Other measures were, of course, also part of the 10-year plan. And by 2007, Samso had become 100% self-sufficient with respect to its supply of electricity, with a portion of its generated excess used to power the islanders' electric cars. It has also become almost entirely independent of fossil fuels. Resounding throughout Hermanson's presentation was the importance of local community involvement and local ownership, rather than big corporate wind projects interested mostly in the easiest placements of turbines to generate energy that would largely be exported. He said that persuading the local community to develop a wind power project is most easily accomplished when the local community is involved in all aspects of wind power generation. Considering that 30,000 Danes now work in the wind turbine business in Denmark, and that Denmark's number one export now is wind turbines, I was quite pleased to be able to hear this Dane speak about his own experiences and those of his community concerning wind power. Factoring in that the island of Samso has had a history of wind power going back more than 300 years, Hermanson's presentation had an authoritative ring to it indeed. His presentation is also a timely one for Maine. We have many of the ingredients already in place that are needed to re-fortify the sense of home in the word economy, of emphasizing the inherent strength of the local community instead of the inevitable drain caused by outside corporate interests. For more on Maine, have a great day.